Welcome to the Get Fit AF with Angie Fraser podcast, a fitness channel with a difference. We aim to challenge traditional views on fitness and what it means to be fit AF. We cover real questions from real people, including my clients and friends, chat with inspiring and passionate people, and maybe the odd rant along the way. Join us to get fit AF without the bullshit. This year has been physically and emotionally draining. I have no self-control and it's not good. I don't want to keep gaining weight and ruin my progress. I want to be fitter and healthier and wear the clothes I feel good in, but it's so hard to stick to good choices with everything on at the moment. My swimmers aren't fitting and I know I'm going to feel awful if I keep going, but I just don't have it in me to focus right now. These are examples of just some of the concerns that I hear from clients around this time of year, and I've been there too. Are you going to spend Christmas worrying about every little thing you put in your mouth, restricting yourself and mentally calculating what's on your plate? Or are you going to eat guilt-free and feel deserving of it? I know what I'd rather do. Let me tell you about how I used to spend Christmas with the wrong attitude towards all the celebrations and social occasions, and then punish myself for weeks afterwards with disgusting detox foods and gruelling cardio. And it made absolutely no difference to the quality of my life. In fact, it probably made it worse, or my body. So all that effort to still feel big, bloated and sluggish. Here's a few things I've since learned about why I was in this cycle every year and a better way to enjoy the silly season. I had a bit of a black and white approach to food, so good and bad food, on or off the wagon. So if I considered myself off the wagon, it was a free-for-all with an effort attitude. This did more damage, I know now, than if I had simply given myself permission to enjoy all foods, I then followed up my indiscretions with a really judgmental attitude towards myself. I saw myself as a really bad human because I just was out of control. And then I would sentence myself to cabbage salad, smoothies and kale afterwards, only to put that in the bin within, like I could only tolerate that for a few days, break free of that break out again, end up off the wagon and then do it all over again, punish myself again. It's a vicious cycle. I know now that taking a more forgiving approach to myself is much more productive and less stressful. I also had unrealistic standards that I really couldn't live up to, as in what weight I should be, what clothes I should fit into by Christmas and New Year's and after. Um, how quickly I would fix any damage that I'd done and I just failed, 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 which led me to feel miserable. So then to numb my disappointment in myself, I'd drink more alcohol and eat more food. So you can see that I was in a pretty crappy place, which is why I don't want to see any other women like you go through this too. I learned the hard way that you just can't put your health on hold just because there's stuff on and then try to resurrect it with huge amounts of vegetables, vitamins and exercise. 
Health is a consistent daily practice that actually includes the things that we might think are bad for our health, like um, eating a big meal at Christmas with your family, enjoying chocolates and alcohol, um, anything that you might feel a little bit guilty about. So here's what you can do to start enjoying Christmas guilt-free. Step one, choose exactly what you want to do. If you want to eat until you can't move or you want to drink Uncle Stan under the table, then go for it. If that's what you really want, there's no judgment from me. But if you know that you're going to feel awful, guilty and beat yourself up after it, then choose an alternative, even if it's a happy medium. Step two, what bare minimum health habits would help you to keep feeling in control on the day? So some, some suggestions I have, you could plan in some activities like walking, swimming or doing sports with the family between uh, the big meals. Uh, you could ensure that you get at least two litres of water by filling a bottle at the start of the day and making sure you finish it. Make sure you make sure you include plenty of plant foods on your plate, so like fresh fruit and salad, and rest. Take a nap if you need it. It's pretty full on few days for most people. Step three: If your plan fails, give yourself a pat on the back for trying. Make a note of what you might do differently next time, and then just move on. You are not your bad habits or behaviours. You're a person who's living in some very strange times. You probably had an incredibly stressful year, year or two, and maybe you need to blow off some steam. So be it, it doesn't define you as a person. Step four, plan to improve your health moderately and gradually over the course of 2022, if this is a goal for you. Do not set unreasonable expectations to drop 10 kilos, run a marathon and become a bikini model within the first few weeks of the year because I'm really sorry to be the bad news coach, but it ain't going to happen that way. So be realistic and set achievable daily actions that you can do to the best you can with what you've got. There are so many ways to approach a fitness goal and my passion is breaking it down into simple steps for my clients. You can email me at coach at fitaf.com.au to learn more about how I help my clients get fit AF in less time every week.